This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Friday, 10 March in the year of our Lord, 2023. Uh, Steve, uh, Genevieve Rock Dector, or Roque Dector, who's a certified financial uh, uh, analyst, CFA, she puts out, we follow her on Twitter, she puts out a lot of analytics. She's saying, and she's put up charts to show it, that only 2.7% of Silicon Valley banks' deposits are less than $250,000. She right. uh, extracts from that that 97.3% are not covered by FDIC. Just anybody that's a small right. business person, just remember, check. you got to do your own homework. But the FDIC for corporate accounts only covers you up to 250 That's the problem they got. They got all these, all your betters, all these t- tech companies got all their cash in SVB. You know, and it was promoted by Peter Thiel, and he said yesterday, get your money out, and that started the run of the bank. Steve Cortez, observations, yeah. sir. Well, to your earlier point, uh, that validates the the idea that this is a bank largely for big shots, right? For very wealthy people and for institutions, because their deposits there are very large. It's what what grabs me is the fact that we haven't even had to talk about this kind of thing, Steve. Like, how much is a deposit insured for? We haven't talked about this since the 0809 financial crisis. But under Joe Biden, unfortunately, we're setting all kinds of economic records, the wrong kind, meaning records for futility. So often on this show, when I show a chart, I will say this is the worst it has been since 08 or 09, or the worst it has been since the 1970s. In some cases, the worst since the Great Depression. Let me give you one metric that's relevant today that is the worst ever, all time, and that is crashing real wages, consecutive months with crashing real wages. We got a jobs report out this morning and the earnings number missed. It was a significant disappointment relative to street expectations, personal earnings. I'm not talking about corporate earnings, incomes, personal incomes. Next week, we get out inflation data. In all likelihood, that inflation data is going to be above, north of the pay increases. If that is indeed the case, it will give us then, sadly, tragically, 23 straight months of crashing real wages under Joe Biden, the worst of all time. So on so many metrics, uh, unfortunately, we have to look back yeah. to the worst periods yeah. in economic history in the United States, look, look, or look, these metrics look, are unprecedented, and there is no comparison. You're not, you're not going to get, just like you don't get the geopolitics from the corporate media, you're not going to get this from the corporate business media. You're not going to, you over there, they're all happy, skipping around. Here's the reality. Here's why your life sucks financially. You got all-time drops in personal income, and the interest rate structure now is exploded. On the evening of 3 November, in the year of our Lord 2020, when Fox News illegitimately called it Arizona, the Murdochs, the 10-year Treasury, correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Cortez, was 0.86%, 0.86%. It's close to 4 at 4 today. The 2-year Treasury is over 5. The structure of this... The entire world's economy after the collapse of 2008 was, was brought on 
by the government was involved too. The, the the partnership of the administrative state in the capital markets and the in the oligarchs brought that on. Okay, the crash which you didn't get bailed out, you got wiped out. They bailed everybody else out. They blew up the, the they took the the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve and jacked it up to you know jack up assets, real assets, stocks. You didn't get any you didn't get any uh, help in that. They kept the interest rate. The whole structure of the world's economy was predicated upon central banks having basically negative or close to zero interest rates that helped the wealthy and quote-unquote save the neoliberal system, okay, while you got wiped out. Well, guess what? That structure was lasted for 10 or 12 years. It's over. Now these interest rates, your life is going to suck so badly, right? And think about even if you buy a bond, check Silicon Valley Bank. What did Bloomberg say? Uh, You know, one of the problems here was the government securities. It's not the high-flying stocks they took. It's not private equity. It's not the venture capital. It's not any of that. The thing that blew them up is U.S. government securities because of the Biden business plan and the Biden out-of-control inflation. And that freaking team has the gall to put $6.8 trillion and say, hey, suck on this. Not only are we not doing any cuts, we're going we're gonna to increase it by, what, 5.5%, biggest pay raise in the federal government in history, 5.2%. For the administrative state, for the two main yeah. guys, two main men and women to vote for him, Cortez, the, the budget shows you they're not serious. They're not Correct. serious people. He's going to sit there and try to demagogue this. Brother Cortez. No, exactly. That's why I wrote this article this week, The Cathedral of Lies. And one of the three grand lies that were told just this week, there's more than three lies, but the three grand lies told just this week is inflation, is trying to pretend that inflation is not systemic, that it's not deeply embedded, and that it is not impoverishing the people of the United States, particularly middle and lower income Americans. People of modest means are struggling simply to pay for the necessities of life. Part of that grand lie is what Joe Biden just did. He's throwing it right in your face. He's saying, not only will I not acknowledge that there is a problem here, I'm actually willing to exacerbate it and dare you to call me to the carpet on it and dare the Republicans, by the way, to have the guts to have the showdown that is necessary. We're going to find out in coming weeks whether or not the Republicans do indeed have the back, backbone. Uh, I believe they do. I'm confident they're going to. But all the deplorables out there, all of the America first patriotic populist adherents, we all need to keep the pressure on. Because again, uh, I think it, this country is savable, okay? But economically, politically, culturally, the, the window is closing. The clock is ticking, okay? The hour is late. So oh, no. all of us need to have an incredible no. sense of urgency. Hold it. The, 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 the hour is late. You're in the hinge of history right here. I'm telling you right now, we're in like 1939. Mm-hmm. And only, only, only this audience can save us. Yes. Only this audience can save us. You have to make the decision, just like the revolution, just like the Civil War, just like in the, the Great Depression, World War II, that, all that madness. The deci- you're, it's your decision. Because what, what, I'm telling you, nobody knows how this is going to turn out. Okay, Nobody knows how this is going to turn out. It, but... You need to use your agency. That's why we do this show. Let me get to BD. Darren, uh, first off, I got the J6, the, 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 the hymn we just saw, that very powerful video, the Tucker Carlson, it, it really tears my heart out to see the, how magnificent the Monday show was, what Tucker, all the work his team did. And people should understand, going through 40-some thousand hours of stuff is you know only Tucker and that huge team he's got and the great team he's got could do it. And then you could tell the shows over the last couple of nights were supposed to have more video and somehow – it's been pulled. Give us your assessment of where we stand in all this, the J6 of it all, what was revealed on, the, on I think, the criminality of the feds here, sir. 
Well, as I stated in our uh, previous uh, discussion, the Tucker videos made a tremendous splash. They reminded us that January 6th, and the truth about January 6th is potentially the most sensitive nerve of this corrupt and illegitimate regime. Even over two years out, the complete meltdown over Tucker speaks volumes. And even to the extent that leading Democrat Senator Chuck Schumer demanded that foreign media mogul take the most popular cable news show host in the country off the air effectively for releasing video footage that contradicts the lies that we've been told for years and lies that serve a very malicious purpose. And that is to justify the weaponization of all the national security apparatus against Trump supporters, against us, against the political enemies of the Biden regime. So there's a lot at stake. It's very important as to the specifics of what material Tucker may or may not have. I don't think if there's material that's explosive, it will come out. One way or another, it will come out. I don't know if there's they have something and they're being told well, not yeah. yeah, Kevin Kevin McCarthy said the great Matt Boyle over at Breitbart interviewed him. He said he's going to release all of this, and I think shortly. So we're going to have to all get on it. Clearly, there's some clock. I got to. I, I want to pivot to something else that you're covering that people need to hear about. But I want to start with play the clip we started the show with of Hillary Clinton. I want you to just hear her. If if you've forgotten the sound of her voice and her thinking, I just want to update that before we turn back to Beatty. Madam Secretary, you, you know better, I think, than anybody alive about partisanship in the United States and what it's cost our country. Uh, the Ukrainian war has been one thing that's brought Democrats and Republicans together for the most part. Are you hopeful that that will continue despite the fact some House Republicans um, are, are being critical of the Biden administration and even Republicans that are supporting the war effort? Well, I am hopeful that it continues, Joe, because I think, as we just heard, uh, this is a war of aggression and invasion. Uh, the behavior of the invaders has been barbaric, and it really is a war for um, not just the freedom of the Ukrainian people, although that is first and foremost. It is a war for our values, uh, for what we believe uh, should be the birthright of every person in Ukraine, in Europe, in the United States, around the world. So I want to underscore that as we support the courage I, I just, and I just want to remember extraordinary her, her, her. commitment. I, I, I'm so proud of the fact I had a very tiny part in a tiny role in making sure she was not president of the United States. Darren Beatty. Now that we've updated with her nonsense, right? Oh, this is a fight for freedom, all that crap that she would have had us buried everywhere throughout the world. Tell me about this unbelievable story that, that revolvers all over. Well, there are a number of stories. There's a recent piece that we did on Trump's 
policy announcement calling out the cabal of color revolution professionals who have a long history of causing trouble in Eastern Europe and most importantly, of causing trouble here domestically. But there's another story that's white hot right at the top of Revolver News. And this is a case that I've discussed on your program as well. It is the most important First Amendment case in the country right now. We talked about it a little bit before. The Biden regime is prosecuting a young man who faces up to 10 years in prison. For what offense? I'm not making this up. Wait for it. Digest it. For memes in 2016 mocking Hillary Clinton and her supporters. I'm not making this up. The Biden regime is trying to throw a young man in prison for 10 years for anti-Hillary memes. And the stakes here are very, very dangerous because what are they doing? They're saying he purveyed disinformation because it was a joke meme where he said, if you want to vote for Hillary, text this number, playing off of an old joke, basically implicitly calling Hillary voters dumb. It's a joke format. Everybody knows it. The government hasn't produced a single person who was actually deceived by this meme and who didn't vote as a result. It's a total nothing case. But they're saying, oh, this is disinformation. It's deception, which shows what they're really trying to do with this precedent is to codify the disinformation scam into the criminal code. Now you can't just be censored for being quote unquote disinformation purveyor. Now they'll deplatform you in the ultimate sense, which is putting you behind bars for 10 years. But the case got even worse just a couple days ago. Another censorship tool I've discussed on this show, something called stochastic terrorism, which is a fancy sounding term that's attracted to, attractive to those of middling intelligence because it sounds complicated. But what it really means is stochastic meaning random. The idea is the left has long used this concept of stochastic terrorism to basically shield their hit piece reporters from all criticism. You have people like Taylor Lorenz who dox people, expose them to all sorts of criticism, but they can't be criticized or else, hey, you criticize this left-wing journalist? That criticism might lead to someone somewhere doing something violent, and therefore it's stochastic yeah. terrorism. So it's shutting people down with this, but there's a very important development in the case I'll discuss yeah. when we get back. Yeah, hang on one second. We're going to return. We got Cortez, we got Brett, we got Beatty. Murderers Row here, like 27 Yankees, in the war room, back in a moment. Citizens, the headlines are getting worse and worse day after day. It seems like Armageddon could be just around the corner. That's why I highly recommend you stock up on emergency food right away. You already know you're going to need this food someday. Why not get it now before it's too late? Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit. When you do, you'll also get $200 worth of rugged survival gear as a free bonus. You'll need this gear when things fall apart. The grid goes down. In any other time, you need to fend for yourself by yourself. 
To see what you get, go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Your $200 of free bonus gear comes with each three-month emergency food kit you order and includes free shipping. That way, your whole family can be prepared. Don't delay. Act now. And sleep better knowing your family won't suffer when disaster strikes. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and enjoy free shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, you see how we come into this thing with high energy? You know why? Because we get a great night's sleep. Not a good night's sleep, a great night's sleep. Because we're up all hours of the night now with everything that's exploding around the world. How do we do that? It's the products of my pillow. Uh, and particularly here the last couple of weeks has been my pillow 2.0, the release of this new pillow. Go to mypillow.com slash warroom. That's the uh, square. You'll get there. You get all the sales, all the discounts, everything. The buy ones, get ones free, particularly on MyPillow 2.0. You're going to sleep the sleep of the just. You're going to get the best sleep you ever had on the products of MyPillow, the, particularly the new pillow, the, uh, the MyPillow 2.0. You've seen the great commercials going around. Make sure you go to warroom, uh, excuse me, MyPillow.com slash warroom to get your MyPillow 2.0 today. Do it today. Support um, Mike Lindell, the great manufacturing company up there at MyPillow in Minnesota. Of course. Your humble servants here in the war room. Darren Beatty. So Beatty, oh, excuse me, I got Cortez has got to bounce. Cortez, real quickly, the personal income worst history. Just give me another give me sixty seconds on what right. the announcement was today on the real mathematics, sir. So today on a year over year basis, personal income continues to disappoint four point six percent the annual rate. In normal times, Steve, that would be a fantastic number. This is anything but normal times even by the government's measures of inflation, which I think are deeply flawed, inflation running at well above 6%, meaning in the neighborhood of 2% negative wages, meaning you are working harder to get poorer in your life. We'll get the inflation report out next week. Unfortunately, in all likelihood, that will be the 23rd consecutive month of crashing real wages, which is the worst streak in all of American history. Cortez, you cover everything from economics, capital markets to the cathedral. How do people get to your Substack? Yes, please follow me at Cortez Steve on the Twitter. And I also want to announce, particularly to all the patriots out there in the New York tri-state area, in just over a week on March 19th, I will be speaking to the Republican Club of Queens, New York. If you are interested in meeting me, in hearing how to save America, being informed and motivated, please go to their website, QV, it's Queens Village GOP, QV. GOP.org. That is QVGOP.org. March 19th, I will be the keynote speaker up in Queens. By the way, it's one of the best Republican clubs in the country. I spoke there a couple yes. of years ago. These people are fabulous. A lot of them came down, a lot of War Room Posse there came down uh, from Queens uh, for CPAC. We want everybody there. This is going to be a big event. Uh, Cortez, uh, congratulations. It's going to be great. You're going to love the folks there, and they, they're going to love Cortez. Thanks, brother. You bet. Thank you. Okay, I got Clark. We got Brett. We got a lot to get through. I want to finish with Darren Beatty. Darren, you got you got to help me out here. It's got to be something more than this. It can't be. She's so memeable. She came in the day. She's over there in Abu Dhabi, wherever she is. She's all puffed up, right? She's talking big. You know, the big. She's a big thinker. She's giving the great thoughts, the big thoughts. She's a total and complete political hack. Okay, complete political hack, and. 
I'm so glad I had a tiny role in making sure she was never president of the United States back in 16. Um, but you can't, some guy can't make memes because she's so memeable. You can't, it's not because of memes. They can't throw this guy in prison for 10 years because you're making memes about Hillary Clinton and, quite frankly, the clowns, the clown show that were her supporters, right? T- tell me it's not true. I'm telling you it is true, and it's far worse than you described. You know, these memes, so just to reiterate what kind of memes we're talking about, they're memes that just playfully tell people, oh, you want to vote for Hillary? Send a text message to here, here. The commentary, the subtext being Hillary voters are so dumb that they'll send a text. It's a meme format. It's a joke. It's satirical. That's what it is. The Biden Department of Justice is using this Ku Klux Klan Act, which was basically devised to prevent the Klan from physically intimidating African-American voters from going to the polls. And they're saying that the disinformation in these memes fall is, you know, is encompassed in this Ku Klux Klan statute, a ridiculous claim. As I said, they're trying to codify the disinformation scam into criminal law. And there's another even darker development. I mentioned the stochastic terrorism, this kind of tool that they use to say you can't criticize anyone on the left because that could result in some random person reading it and doing something violent absolutely ridiculous theory. They're trying to codify that into law too, because in this case against the meme, the meme maker who's called Douglas Mackey was a legendary Twitter account. It was actually ranked by MIT to be one of the most influential Twitter accounts of 2016, which is probably why they're so salty about these anti-Hillary memes. They're, the memes were so <laughs> devastating that they said, we need to throw this guy in prison for 10 years. But there's somebody on this case, a co-conspirator, who is part of his group chat, who is now basically a Fed, who is an informant and who is actively working with the Feds. Now, here's the remarkable thing. There is a ruling recently that said that Doug and his counsel, they can't interrogate this guy. They have nothing to say about it with him. There's He's totally um, the witness in this case, the cooperating witness is totally cordoned off. Usually you have a right to confront your accuser, to interrogate your accuser. In this case, it's being taken away. And, you know, usually the circumstances under which that happened is like somebody's testifying against a cartel. But even in those cases, even in cases of people like testifying against Mexican cartels and MS-13, it's it's there are narrow conditions under which the government can you know basically say you don't have a right to confront this witness and tell care to get this witness obviously this meme maker is not ms13 he's never been violent in his life never had a violent charge in his life and yet the government's saying you can't confront this accuser who's now working for the feds in multiple investigations you can't know anything about this person who's behind the veil accusing you why because if the person's name became public, he would be subject to online harassment. So the very prospect that someone could be subject to online harassment is being yeah. used as a pretext for the government to hide the cooperating witness from this guy. So they're codifying multiple things into law here. The disinformation scam, the stochastic terrorism um, 
scam. If if this succeeds and if this precedent holds, we're done. There's there's simply no media allowed in this country that can challenge the regime. If this precedent is set, the media is done insofar as any ability to challenge, critique, or God forbid, mock Biden and his associates. It's that important and it's that dark. Okay. This is why I need you guys to go to uh, Revolver. It also gets to the deeper thing of these feds everywhere and, you know, what happened on J6, what's happening in this situation. Darren, before I let you go, I just want to report uh, breaking news out of um, Clive, Iowa. It's at a town hall, uh, and I want to report – this is Bob Costa of CBS News, the lead political editor and reporter, Robert Costa. Here in Clive, Iowa, former ambassador Nikki Haley says she supports the U.S. confronting Putin, quote, preventing a bigger war from happening, unquote. A man in the audience stands up and shouts that Ukraine is not an ally and says he's done with the GOP if it's going to be the war party. Ambassador Haley Calm continues on and explains her view. You're seeing now, right, the MAGA people are saying they had a belly full of the neoliberal neocons. Uh, Beatty, um, how did we get to Revolver to follow all this, everything you're breaking, everything in the Ukraine war, all of it, sir? Revolver.news. This case I'm talking about, throwing a guy in jail for 10 years for memes, it's the most important First Amendment case in the country. I encourage everyone to support this guy's legal defense fund. It's memedefensefund.com. All of our futures are at stake in this case. If it's established that the Biden regime can put a guy in prison for 10 years for memes and then have cooperating witnesses that he's not even able to interrogate or know about, we're done. It's gulag territory. It's Stalin territory. It's that important. So I encourage everyone, go to revolver.news, read about the case, share it with everyone interested. And if you can, support this individual at memedefensefund.com. Okay. Um, Darren, great work. Thank you very much, sir, for hanging out. I'm going to go, let me go to Dave Brad first. Dave's with us. Uh, Dave, you just heard about this disturbance at the Nikki Haley with people questioning the Ukraine situation. You've seen the yesterday, the Biden regime put $6.8 trillion of federal spending. We talked about, hey, there's got to be some cuts. There's got to be some sl- slowing the growth. You know, some people are saying slowing the growth. We're saying massive, absolute cuts. How in your face, sir, was this budget he put forward yesterday? No, it, it's uh, in your face and Orwellian. Uh, it says it fully pays for all of its uh, investments. You know, the, the leftist uh, code word for all their spending, that they pay for all their investments and they, they got a $17 trillion deficit over 10 years. So I don't see how they're paying for everything. And they, they put out the White House budget in brief and it's, you know, 10 pages of new spending proposals uh, that apparently have no additional costs. And then at the very end, they get to the tax cuts. But uh, overall, like we've been talking on this show, the real in your face. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Yeah, it's not, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. It's not tax cuts. It's tax it's tax increases, $3 trillion. Tax, right, you're going right, to cut right. the deficit of the 19. Yeah, tax. Right. I know you're Republican. And you always revert. You always revert <laughs> to the tax cuts. These are tax increases. Dramatic you know, tax might, increases, right? I might shock you a little on this one, right? And so let's let's go through the math on this thing. Uh, 
Well, uh, I, t- the Federal I t- Reserve. T- hang, hang on one second. Yeah. Hang, hang, yeah. hang on. We got to go to break. Okay, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to get to all of it. Also, explosive testimony. If you look for it in Norfolk Southern, we're going to be back on the uh, on the controlled, quote unquote, controlled uh, burn and the controlled release. We played parts of the clips. Jeffrey Clark is here. We're going to get into all of it. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. Because we're taking down the CCP. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. I'm Eric Brewer, Director of Emergency Services for Beaver County. I'm the appointed emergency management coordinator as well as the chief of the hazardous materials response team. I've been with the department for 28 years. I'm speaking as a member of the community as well as a first responder who was on scene the night of the derailment. My family's been in Beaver County for over 100 years. I was born, raised, and continue to reside there. I'm part of the community. I'm not an expert on air quality, water quality, or rail cars. Beaver County is located in southwest Pennsylvania, approximately 20 miles northwest of the city of Pittsburgh. On Friday, February 3rd, at about 9.15 p.m., I was contacted by the Emergency Management Director of Columbiana County, Ohio. She was en route to a train derailment near the county line and requested mutual aid from the Beaver County Hazmat team. 18 fire departments from Beaver County also responded to assist. We arrived at the command post about 10.15, which was set up at the Leak Oil Gas Station. On arrival, there was active fire among several rail cars. Our mission was to obtain the train consist and start to research the contents of the tank cars. Norfolk Southern Hazmat personnel and contractors arrived on scene shortly after 11 p.m. At around midnight, after research of the contents, it was decided to shut down fire operations and move firefighters out of the immediate area and to let the tank cars burn. Uh, This is not an unusual decision. Decision made, this decision was made primarily by Norfolk Southern Hazmat Coordinator as well as their contractor. And based on that initial information, we decided to initiate a one-mile shelter in place from an intersection just east of Lee Coil. This put the one-mile radius just into Beaver County. That fire eventually burned out Sunday morning. Sunday evening, we received a call from Columbiana County EMA 
and advised us that railroad officials were concerned about one of the tank cars starting to heat up. There was a possibility of explosion and that we should, con should consider a one-mile evacuation. Ohio officials notified us that the one-mile radius would now be from the leak oil act address. This would add additional residents from Beaver County in the one-mile evacuation zone. Darlington Township officials went door-to-door -door, as well as using a mass, notifica mass notification system to advise the residents of the one-mile recommended evacuation. It was stressed that this was a recommendation as we cannot force residents from their homes. Social media posts began to circulate stating that arrests would be made if people refused to leave during the evacuation. Let me be clear, this was not the case in Pennsylvania as this was not a mandatory evacuation. Monday morning, we assembled at the Emergency Operations Center in East Palestine. We learned that Norfolk Southern wanted to do a controlled detonation of the tank car in question. We were assured this was the safest way to mitigate the problem. Um, during one of those planning meetings, we learned from Nor Norfolk Southern that they now wanted to do the controlled detonation on five of the tank cars rather than just the one. This changed the entire plan as it would now impact a much larger area. Uh, I think this confusion was probably a result of the lack of communication from Norfolk Southern and the fact that uh, they, they weren't present during these planning, planning meetings. The governors of Ohio and Pennsylvania made it clear to, to Norfolk Southern that they needed to communicate better. After more planning, the controlled detonation eventually occurred around 4.40 p.m. Most of the area concerned in Beaver County is rural and uses well water. There's no municipal water system in that area. Since the Monday of the controlled detonations, we fielded thousands of calls from concerned citizens wanting to know if they can drink the water, feed their livestock, and if the air is good. I continue to get asked about how prepared areas are for a train derailment. Emergency management consists of several phases, and one of those is preparedness. The goal of preparedness is to lessen the impact of a disaster, not prevent it. As Senator Vance said, uh, there will continue to be disasters, however, we can lessen the impact through preparedness. Although it should not take an emergency such as this, I hope this is an impetus for better support of emergency management programs. Most emergency management programs across the country have outdated laws, are underfunded, and understaffed. In closing, this was okay. a train wreck. I've heard enough. Um, okay. Um, Jeff Clark, I can't believe I just heard this. I mean, this is kind of, I mean, he's a good, oh, it seems like a good guy, but this is still gobbledygook, right? It's still very general and very amorphous. There were specific people that made specific decisions that had specific authority. Why did we not get to the bottom of it in the Senate hearing, sir? Well, uh, Steve, I don't think the right follow-up questions were asked. I mean, what he testified to, Eric Brewer, who was the head of HAZMAT in Beaver County, uh, Pennsylvania, said was, look, you know, we all assembled on site and we decided to let some cars burn, and that was kind of standard firefighting practice in this instance. Okay, fine. Then, you know, they get news that there's one car overheating and, you know, they start to talk about a plan for how to let that, uh, you know, controlled burn that one. But what comes out of nowhere for the Eric Brewer tells us, you know, because uh, he was in the room is and, and Norfolk Southern was not in the room. They're just communicating remotely. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're only making a plan for one car that Norfolk Southern uh, tells them late. Oh, we actually want to burn five of the cars. Later, he's asked one follow-up question about that from Senator Carper. It was kind of a phoned-in question, but Brewer gave him, you know, a, a kind of bombshell answer that's been called in the press, you know, uh, that he called jaw-dropping, which was, you know, we, we didn't know they were going to do five, 
right? And there, there's no indication in Brewer's testimony that EPA officials, uh, you know, were looking at this and saying, well, we agree to do the controlled burn. That's an abdication of their mandatory duty, Steve. Under the statute that I've been pointing to in the Clean Water Act, the exclusive authority to take control of all the federal, state, local activities here is all in EPA's hands. Yet it's very clear from what Brewer testified to that uh, you know the folks driving the train, you know, no pun intended, here were uh, folks from Norfolk Southern. They're hazmat people. They were just dictating how this was going to go down. This raises obvious follow-up questions. They have to be subpoenaed for any analysis they did to come to the conclusion that that was the best alternative. I'm not convinced it was the best alternative. There's, and where there's, was EPA? Okay. We're going to call the, the we're going to get all over the Ohio Attorney General and some local prosecutor. You're not going to get this guy. You got to impanel a grand jury now and get to the bottom of what happened on a timeline that's minute by minute. What do you mean Norfolk Southern's coming and said we want to do this? Hey, once it's out, you've got authorities that should be on top of this. Norfolk Southern's got an opinion like anybody else, but it doesn't it doesn't say what we want to do. It doesn't say here's what we have to do. This is, a, <clears throat> this is absurd, and it's absurd they didn't ask these questions yesterday. And one of the reasons people like the Guardian and these other left-wing newspapers are trying to protect EPA. They're trying to protect Regan, Michael Regan. They're trying to protect Biden, okay? And we're going to get to the bottom of if we got to go out to East uh, Palestine and get it done out there because this is outrageous. It's controlled release and then the burn. Remember the people, it's the ground. When they re- release it into the ditch before they burn it, it's seeping into the, the groundwater. And the guy just said, hey, there's no municipal water system. It's all on wells. This is outrageous. And this is criminal, this is criminal negligence. This is criminal. And, the, and, the, and the, they got to go after all the Norfolk Southern guys, but they have to go with the government guys, too, because the government people had the authority, not Norfolk Southern. Norfolk Southern had no authority. And to blame it on the local guy here, the hazmat guy, and to blame it on the fire chief is outrageous. Clark, how do people get to you? You guys are doing an incredible work over there with Russ Vote. Uh, how are you? Uh, where do people get to you? Sure. I'm at Jeff Clark US on Getter and Twitter at uh, Real Jeff Clark uh, Truth Social. And uh, the center is at AmericaRenewing.com, Steve. Jeff, we're having you back on. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Thank you very much. Amazing work. Thanks. Clark's a stand up guy and smart and knows this area. Uh, so I got it. J- JD Vance, and we're going to have, hopefully, get JD on next week here. Um, Brad. He says it's a time for choosing between the big corporate powers here and big government and the people. How outrageous is the situation in East Palestine, Ohio, sir? Well, uh, it, it is just the perfect contrast, right? But uh, your show's been highlighting this for years between the globalist elites and in, uh, in America and the budget uh, that I'm going to go over highlights this. And you'll be shocked to hear I got a maybe a new view on taxation. Uh, the Federal Reserve over the past couple of years has bought $3 trillion in treasuries uh, to support and accommodate Biden's 6 to $7 trillion in government spending. And so uh, that in itself is huge news, right? And so the Federal Reserve has accommodated $3 trillion of government spending that propped up the equities market, the stock market for the last several years, and made the globalists uh, rich. So it's kind of fitting that now, uh, just ironically, Biden's tax increase 
is $3 trillion on the rich. So there's some equity in that. Uh, the Fed uh, accommodation and validation uh, allowed the rich to get rich, uh, and now they're going to have to pay $3 trillion. Now, I would prefer that not be on American manufacturers. I would have preferred that to be on BlackRock and these folks who they, they have a new commercial out, Invest in America, and uh, the ESG folks who make moral claims to be our superiors. So if they, if they want to be morally superior, uh, give them some tax increases so they can invest further in America, right? So I would, I would target toward uh, the folks who uh, just play with money for a living and, and send half their portfolios over to China. But uh, anyway, that, uh, that $3 trillion in tax increases uh, only reduces the overall uh, deficits of, of the new, new $20 trillion down to $17 trillion. So we still have $17 trillion in cuts no. to go okay. in order to get rid of the administrative hang, hang, state hang, and restore yes. power to but hang, Ohio and America. But hang, hang, yes, I want to make sure people understand this. Because the $6.8 trillion, correct me if I'm wrong, I think that's bigger than the CBO said for period, the first period. Actually, even with the $3 trillion of taxes, let's see, because the only deficit reduction he had was tax increases, right? Right, right. Let's assume yeah. that you had all the tax increases. It's, it's going to be it's, – it's not, it's not 19 or 20 minus 3 to get you to 17, right, roughly in the math. Yeah. Because if you buy off on his spending, right, it's going right. to actually get you to 22 or 23, just back of the yeah. envelope. This is my yeah. point. And by the way, I support, actually support some of these tax increases. Definitely support some of these tax increases. We can go through all of them later. But what is in your face? This is the thing about the debt ceiling. He's not going to negotiate. What is in your face? And the Republican House must understand this. What is in your face is they came in with the six point eight trillion, right? Right. And you've right. gone through the thing about all the increase, yeah. all the increases in spending, Dave. Brad, that he's showing yeah. you. Not only am I not going to compromise, not only am I going to get in a room and do it. Hey, suck on this. We're coming in with a five five point two percent a pay raise for federal workers, and we have across the board increases in everything, including the social justice warrior uh, programs, Dave. Brad. Yeah. And the, the main point I want to make here that the American people, uh, you know, unless you're economists or whatever, may not follow. The Fed accommodated that spending and paid for over half of it by buying treasuries. Right. And so what they really did. Right. And you'll never read this anywhere. What they really did was they accommodated and validated all of the worst things we're doing right now. Hey, we got seven trillion in funny money. Let's go to war. We got extra money to blow. Let's blow a trillion there. The Federal Reserve also has lost a trillion over 10 years uh, due to they're, they're actually making losses for the first time ever. They also accommodated labor markets are still hot. There's mixed news out there over the last couple of days, uh, but labor markets are still strong. And so, you Dave, know, firms need Dave, workers. So let's bring Dave, five million. Dave, over hang the on. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, hang on for a second. We're going to go to break, but I got breaking news that just came across. Hate to say we called it. FDIC, this is, uh, just put it out. Silicon Valley Bank closed immediately Ouch. by California bank regulators. Yeah. yeah. SVB closed by California bank regulators. Short break. Dave Bratt's going to join us on the other side. They're trying to stop the contagion in Silicon Valley. Back in a moment. Over, Cause we're taking down the CCP Spread the word 
Nobody thinks that I can take their house and borrow against the house. Oh no, I have title insurance. No, it's, it's in my name. Or he would have to get some special document. They would call me. You know, nobody's calling you. After I've stolen the title, borrowed against it, or sold the property, it's 60 to 90 days to even figure out that, that they're the victim of this crime. You know, by that point, you start getting foreclosure notices. You've got four mortgages on your house. You don't even own your home anymore. It's not even in your name. That's a convicted criminal confessing how easily a criminal can find, forge, and refile your home's title in his name. I discovered that neither my identity theft program nor homeowner's insurance protected me. That's why I chose Home Title Lock, and you should too. You could already be a victim and not even know it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get a free title scan with sign-up. You need to verify your home is still in your name. Then use code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, for 30 free days of protection. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to code Bannon for free 30 days. That's Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Not the Fed, but the uh, California state bank regulators have uh, basically closed Silicon Valley Bank. Dave Brat, you've been through this exercise before in Congress. This this gets to be the the big controversy of two thousand eight. If any, if, I know I'm I know I'm 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 tearing away some scabs and getting into some scar tissue to people in this audience, and we should because you're going to be faced by the same exact thing. Do you step yep. in and bail these institutions out, or do you let them fail? Dave Brat. Yeah, you let them fail. Uh, I, I was just talking about the Fed accommodation of everything under the sun. They're not our elected betters. Uh, they're not elected officials. Uh, and so if you've noticed, everything has gone big, right? Big tech, big banking, big airlines, big auto, big healthcare, big everything for a reason. The government can put its thumb on them and you owe them. They, they wrecked our economy with the 0809 financial crisis. We're now in a super bubble. Here's the first little mini layman moment, maybe, and uh, we'll see where that goes. Uh, but now the Federal Reserve and, and our and our betters up there, I, I pray they have learned some lessons. And you just said, well, maybe the spending goes to a trillion or two trillion, even higher than what the, the White House thing said. And all these uh, views are my own, by the way. Uh, but here's another moment, right? Here's where you're going to get... If they have to go into bailouts again, look what they did on COVID. They overshot by several trillion. They always overshoot for the elites uh, while the folks up in uh, Palestine, Ohio, are left sitting with nothing. And so this is another they, perfect Steve, juxtaposition. Steve Cortez, Steve Cortez, who's a capital markets guy and came from the pits in Chicago, yep. will tell you that the contagion could be so bad. You're playing with fire, particularly when you look at these regional banks that the stocks are way off right now. So you got to put the practicality versus the kind of theoretical moral high ground. Dave Brat, what say you? And what do you teach them down in Liberty? Because these are the moments, these are the yep. unforgiving moments when people have to make decisions. Well, you know, this is the animal spirits moving in the wrong direction. 
And so like, you know, Cortez, you know, everything's great. Banks don't hold all their reserves, right? It's like macro 101. They loan them out. Well, if there's run on banks and there's risk and everyone gets nervous uh, as they did in 08 and, and now with this bubble and now you got interest rates going high on, on bonds and whatever. So there's, you know, there's a flight maybe out of cash into other instruments. And so uh, it's it could get messy again. And uh, our elites need to start planning for a response to this if it does happen. And that's that that you know, it's yeah. almost calculated, right? There's no rational response ever planned People, for these yeah. very foreseeable all, all, black swan events. Yeah. All, all, all the all the all your betters. When yeah. when Beatty's on here and he's talking about you know the, and they got the FBI hearings and they're talking about all the social media, all your betters. Because they think this audience breathes through its mouth, a bunch of knuckle draggers, right? That they, they treat you like trash, just like in East Palestine, Ohio. You're nothing yeah. but trash, and you don't deserve their attention. This bank to 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 have something flash across a newswire that says California bank regulators have seized and closed Silicon Valley Bank for people is shocking. This is the premier bank, small bank, regional bank. For the elites in Silicon Valley and for all the startups. This is where the startups, when you raise the venture capital, you raise 20 million bucks, you put it in Silicon Valley Bank. And remember, it's only FDIC up to 250,000 bucks. Nobody would ever conceive that this bank here in Wine. This shows you, and remember, one of the reasons was they took massive losses in owning government securities. Okay? This shows you the Biden regime is leading this country, and I gotta tell you, they're going to rue the day they put that 6.8 trim. People say, well, these budgets don't count, but it shows you a mindset. It shows yep. you a mindset that screw you, suck on this. I hear MAGA, he gave a big speech yesterday, MAGA Republicans. I see these MAGA Republicans are trying to destroy our credit rating. No, we're not. We're trying to be the adults in the room that said this insanity can't go on anymore. You can't ship hundreds of billions of dollars over to Ukraine when you can't pay for what you've got now and you still have no plan, even your, even your $3 trillion dollars doesn't even come close to co covering it, okay? And by the way, those billionaires, I'm 100% for the billionaires' taxes. Those donors of yours could stop this madness, and they won't. So if they're going to let it go on, they should be taxed. They should be taxed for the pleasure of having it happen. But you're seeing, this is the Biden business model. That's why these people are losing massive amounts of money in bonds right now. The bond market is getting crushed. And you got these guys own these government securities, trying to get the higher juice interest rate. Boom, they're getting crushed, Okay. It leads into other things. Now you get depositors making a run on the bank. This is the pre- and plus Silicon Valley's upside down. We told you all these layoffs you're hearing from these things. Eventually, it's going to come home to roost. Now you've got a festering sore, and you had to have a California regulator. This is what this is the newsflash. They moved in front of in front of the Fed. Janet Yellen, those people don't want to do that because you know why? It's going to be blamed on Biden. It's going to be blamed on her mismanagement. It's going to be blamed on Powell. It's going to be blamed on this regime. And the California regulators sitting there going, hey, if we don't stop this thing, you're going to have a bunch of people in the state of California that can get no money, okay, can't get their cash. Because the FDIC doesn't write you a check the next day. And you're some company that's got $8 million in cash. And they go, well, you're insured to 250 You go, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but I got another $7 million. I got to make payroll. I got a capital expenditure. Hey, tough break for a swell guy. OK, we called yep. this at the beginning and now a California regulator has moved before the Biden regime. Dave, how do people get to you? This is going to be explosive uh, over the weekend. We're going to cover this on yep. the Saturday show. Dave, 
how do people get to you? Where do they go uh, for all your yeah. content, sir? Yeah, Brant Economics at Getter. And uh, just a reminder, uh, your betters had no problem shutting down the entire economy. The complexity stories with this bank are going to come up. Hey, you got to bail them out. You could ruin the whole financial system. Well, you shut down the whole entire economy. And with the $7 trillion sent out checks uh, for folks, and you certainly shut down all the smalls. And the bigs never took a hit. And so now they're going to say, whoa, it's me. You can't shut down one big firm after shutting down mom and yeah. pop for two years straight. And they survived. Yeah. So let's see they're, you survive hey, on the same logic. They're, they're doing squat. They're doing squat in East Palestine. And they're yeah. going to come to you and say, you got to bail yeah. out all the elites right. in Silicon Valley. Right. Hey, suck on this. Screw you. Okay, we'll be back at 5 o'clock. Dave, Brad, thank you very much. Stick around for Charlie Kirk. You get populism, nationalism served up hot right here on Real America's Voice. We're going to be back at 5 o'clock on the metastasizing global crisis of the Third World War and the implosion of the world's capital markets. Only here in the world. See you at 5. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.